If you're sensitive to a few four-letter words and are not open to contrasting views to sports, politics, life, entertainment, and other topics, I would suggest you not listen. Online, we navigate conversations with no filter, and we certainly are not always PC. Our broadcast is intended to be light, but thought-provoking with a dash of sarcasm. For entertainment purposes only, like it or not. there we got a little rocky action yeah what do you think hey uh, we live the dream i you know up. absolutely you love it you love a little you, you heard enough of that dave no never enough all i needed to see was sly stallone coming down the steps of the draft that would have made my night yeah i don't know if that would have been uh that would have been nice it would have been nice but it would take it away from all the the fun stuff you know so uh, we did have Apollo Creed. We yes. did have Apollo Creed. Well, let's get let's keep the audience up to date on what what we've been doing. All right. Well, we've been goofing off, and we attended the draft last week as we promised we would. And welcome to another edition of Lion Like It or Not. I'm Dave O. It's Yogi Bear. And we graced the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, with our presence on Thursday evening and night, and. Uh, we were at the NFL draft along with uh, John Gruden and about 80,000 other people. Yes, actually, the final total for the weekend was about 250,000, you know, up until Saturday. That's impressive. I don't know what the crowds were like in Chicago last year, but all indications I heard from the press and other folks was that Philadelphia was just a complete slam dunk. Absolutely. Well, the big thing is they probably made bags and bags of cash, first of all. So uh, that always helps out. Ian Rappaport, you know, he tweeted out the how is Philly doing uh, in the NFL draft. No arrests on day one and two. Uh, outside of a you know a, a, a drone, so um, you know that that uh, is interesting. But um, so. Uh, so what did you think of the uh, venue, first of all, Dave? I thought the venue was um, was out of sight. I really didn't have m- – I didn't know what to expect. You know, I went in there pretty, exactly. green, pretty green, no expectation one way or the other. And I have to say, coming out of it, as we left at, um, you know, 11 o'clock or whatever time it was Thursday night, uh, it was a complete success. I loved the way it was laid out. It was – plenty of room i didn't feel that i was uh, you know cramped in any way it was very spread out and uh, a lot of activities for everybody i think well you know uh coming from philly outside of philly i should say i usually expect the worst and you know would be surprised if everything went well and and i again i was a little nervous you know just about getting around because they uh, they, they put the fear of God in you, the newspapers, the press. Uh, but it it um, was very refreshing. And more importantly, was refreshing as the weekend went on. Mm-hmm. And and uh, word got around how, uh, you know, how how well it was it was put on. And, you know, it was spread out. It was nobody hassled you. You know, it wasn't hot. There was there was lines. But, you know. 
it wasn't uh, had to be lined, you know, yeah. and and um, so it was just, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have it back again. And you know, I, I it, there was there's nine teams on the East Coast, and there's you know the pickings are are really good. It's outside. It was a gorgeous day, um, and uh, I really uh, I was really impressed. I was really impressed with the venue. Yeah, I don't know where, honestly, if you think about it, I don't know where you're going to find a location better than probably um, one of the NFC East teams. Not to be biased, but if you look at uh, Philadelphia and that the venue, the spot, the crowds that we saw there, I mean, we can get into it a little bit. I mean, obviously there was Philadelphia Eagle fans, but there were fans from you know the Saints, the Chargers, I mean, all over the map and uh, very well represented. And I tell you, whoever's coming up next year, I don't know, I don't think it's been announced yet, but they have huge shoes to fill. Yeah, uh, our um, our man Brian Dawkins had mentioned on the beginning of day three, the bar had been set high uh, by Philadelphians. You know, he started off by saying, hey, listen, Philadelphia, you ought to be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he said you are representing right now. I think there was ing behind representing. You know his his uh, quote. So um, that was start of day three, uh, and we can get into some of the trash talking in in a little bit. But what was that the highlight was, for you? What was the highlight for you? Uh, the highlight was. Uh, what I, what I really enjoyed is just kind of being in the crowd and just kind of seeing what was going on and just uh, observing uh, uh, people yeah. in in a natural kind of uh, setting. And people didn't have to be there. You know, you go to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you have to go there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> but the NFL draft, you don't have to go. And um, and it's and, and and the thing that I I underestimated. I absolutely underestimated the uh, widespread importance of the draft to football fans. Um, and I've been out of the loop. I have to tell you, Dave, I've been out of the NFL loop. So I rely heavily on on your set of eyes, NFL-wise. Mm-hmm. But um, what it came down to is you're offering hope. You just, you're offering hope for, for – uh, and, and – for NFL teams and just a day to celebrate a weekend to celebrate being an NFL fan. You know, it's the Super Bowl is, 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 you know, in another stratosphere. It's really, um, uh, it's it's not in the hometown. It's not, you know, and usually the hometown may not be in this, most likely not in the Super Bowl uh, that the event is being held. Um, but everyone is is on an equal uh, plane at the draft. Well, yeah, you. I, I think what you're trying to say in a roundabout way is that the Super Bowl is for the elite teams. It's for you know maybe five or six teams have a chance. The to cheaters make it yeah, the cheaters. The Super you know, Bowl in, but, in New England, yeah, yeah. But for every other NFL team, you're right. This is the start of of new hope. Uh, the season ended for most of these teams back in the end of December. It's kind of a long way still until opening day of training camp. And so this is definitely a, a rebirth. Uh, it's the start of, you know, probably close to the summer months. And, uh, boy, there's so much optimism. And I think you're right. Every fan that's there 
holds this optimism on that first pick for their team, whoever that is. I mean, that that person's coming in and they're going to save things for the team. So it's, it is kind of cool to watch those fans and their expressions and how excited they get about it. Yeah. So the day started off by, um, I got there a little bit before you and, uh, you know, we got there around <clears throat> what, two o'clock. I got there around a little bit before and, uh, scouted out a good parking space in South Philly. And I was just going to walk – there was a game going on, a Phillies game going on. I was just going to walk around the stadium to see, you know, uh, see what was going on and get, get some of the vibe outside the baseball stadium. And uh, lo and behold, I, I uh, happened to know one of the guys at the uh, <laughs> gates, and he asked if I wanted to go in. And Sure, I, right? Yeah. I knew that you. I was meeting you in about a half hour. So, so you know what? I catch a couple of batters. So why not? You know, so, um, so then, then you called and I met up with you. We got on the, the subway. It was fairly easy to get on the subway. Um, except for, uh, we questioned, uh, SEPTA, you know, you, you can't buy you, they, they rolled out a new, um, you know, chip or, or, or a program where you either buy, you know, $5 or $20, uh, card or you buy a one way. So, um, which that was really nothing, really. So no, it was uh, easy for an outsider coming into Philly. It was a piece of cake. Got an easy parking spot within minutes. You know, we're at AT and T station under, and we're heading downtown. And it was really a piece of cake. Yeah, you know, we had just gone to the inauguration, so uh, we seen the lines at the uh, kiosks at the metro. You know, all these things, all these little things, Dave go into your uh experience of the day of course, yeah and um and uh so we got off at city hall and it started right fresh and yeah right there with bill penn bill penn greeted us as we got off the train yep yeah absolutely and it was bustling at city hall and and there was a fever in the air you knew something was 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 happening you know that yeah, was that was really off, good and there's some texans uniforms and some other guys that were just follow the herd. Hey, where, which way are we going? We're just following the NFL jerseys. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we, we went into the, uh, I believe they call it the NFL experience or, or uh, you know, area where after you get uh, go through the metal detectors, which wasn't bad at all either. Oh, I, I, I got my AK-47 through with no problem. I got my dime bag through no problem, you know. Perfect. So uh, uh, I just had to watch out for those for those uh, those dogs. So and if uh, um, if the boys from Chicago are listening, uh, there was uh, some issues with that at the World Series. So, uh, but um, with the dogs and being afraid of those dogs. So, uh, but. Um, so they had so first of all they had these helmets that people were taking pictures of and that was the first really kind of like hey let's let's see what the line is biggest you know or mm -hmm. or whatever but um and we happened to see a <laughs> we happened to see a guy that was taking a picture with a, a patriots helmet on and 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 people were yelling cheaters cheaters and this guy it was it was good stuff just just little stuff like that and, and he was he was yelling back at him in good fun. It was yeah. all in good fun. It was all in good fun, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, you go back to your family, you go back to your lives, and you have a little fun in the meantime. It wasn't It wasn't like game day, Dave. You know what I'm saying? Right. Game day is, yeah. is, is another level, 
you know, because it's alcohol induced and it's, uh, you know, there's meanness going on there, you know. <laughs> right. You're so right. we're it going to battle. A, it wasn't a game day uh, vibe whatsoever. It was the, hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was everybody. It was everybody together. So, so uh, you know, you said, "Hey, I can still hear the guy." You know, still hear the guy cackling about people calling him cheaters and stuff like that, and and stuff like that. So it was that was a good start of the day. It was so. good. It was good. It was really good too when we finally got up the line on the uh, on the on the on the beer truck and uh, got our six dollars and thirty five cent twenty four ounce beers. Again, again, not overly. Uh, uh, of course, I looked at the twelve dollars, but it was uh, King Can, yeah. and uh, uh, so you broke it down. And, and um, you know, I'm just used to going to a venue and thinking that I'm going to get ripped off. You know, I just, yeah. uh, but it wasn't. Again, it wasn't. And um, uh, you know, people were giving away freebies and stuff like that. So, so that was. Uh, so we, 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 we walked around a little bit, saw what was exciting and not exciting and so forth, and uh, checked out different people and, and uniforms and had a beer. And, and, uh, but I did tell the beer lady, of course, reiterate what I said to the beer lady, first of all. Yeah, I knew that Davo knew what he was getting into when he offered to open up the, the can of beer and start feeding alcohol into Yogi Bear. Yeah, so so of course I was like I, I just signed a waiver. I took yeah. no responsibility for what I was saying because uh, there was a a moment of concern with Davo in the line because maybe maybe the filter wasn't working too properly on Yogi Bear, and then now he gives a a, a king can to him, and that is just putting uh, you know gasoline on the fire. Carp launch, man, just open it all up. That's right, especially when it is light out, you know, and uh, um, so, but back in the day, I didn't stop at one can can. That's so. right. <laughs> I don't know if we would have stopped at one either if we wouldn't have gotten ourselves into the uh, the, the the pickle or the uh, pigeonhole that we walked walked ourselves into. The trenches, yes, which we will talk about. Uh, we'd like to talk about that a little bit too. Um, we gotta so, get, gotta get into the trenches, gotta get in there. Yeah, yeah. So we looked around a little bit. Had a, you know, the sun was shining. It was around what four o'clock. Sun yep. was going down. Uh, we were having a good time with the fans. You know, uh, look at that guy or look at that guy. And um, uh, so, uh, so we made our way up to um, uh, made our way up to the stage, the staging area. Mm -hmm. um, and what what that that staging area is considered uh, Aiken's Oval. Okay. Uh, where where we were at, and uh, there's a uh, statue of a lion and some fountains and so forth. So really, not a lot of people around. Not not like squeezing and and you know just it wasn't it wasn't it felt comfortable. There was yeah, space. Was like four fifteen draft. Mind you, everyone draft wasn't starting till eight. So we walk up to the staging area. We get there and um, we see what's going on, and we kind of get you know within a three or four people deep of the gate as far as you can get up close to the stage for the general public not the vips but the real people that were there and the I real fans yeah the real, real fans fan. i kind of look at look at yogi and said hey uh huh we got a decision to make Do that was after that was after 
You saw John Gruden. That, w- that maybe even after we saw Roger Goodell. Uh, I think it was right before that. I want to get to that in just a second because that's definitely on the heels of this little important decision. So we have to look and we have to say, okay, two things. One, why did we come here? Well, we actually went there to interview people uh, and get the feel for you know them as fans and their knowledge of the NFL, knowledge of their team. Yogi took the time out to do some real investigative reporting the day prior <laughs> setting it all up uh, but we're at a situation okay how's your how's your bladder do you have enough to eat do you have enough to drink and do you feel comfortable being around a lot of people because at this point we're either going to go all in Dave you didn't tell you didn't ask me that you you know oh I, go ahead. <laughs> I processed it all in my brain Yogi. that's yeah. right that's right yeah I, again I was relying on you yeah. I was relying on you yeah, yeah. so with that said knowing that there was no way we were going to get any closer than that. I did get caught up like a little kid in the whole uh, experience there with uh, NFL network was, was buzzing. And then the ESPN guys were there getting, you know, starting to ramp up and you could feel a little excitement in the air. And so and Eagles cheers and Eagles cheers. And yeah, the guys uh, are getting a little people- rowdy. And the people were cool around us. They were, they were, uh, you know, they were some cool people. Yeah. So with that, we kind of dug into, dug it in, and said, "All right, well, what time is it? It's about four thirty. Ooh, wow! Can we do this?" Uh, and we said, "Okay." So at that point, we're there. We still have a, a little bit of beer left in our cans, and we kind of threw our game plan out the window. But what? What got us locked in uh, is next thing you know, about 15 or 20 minutes later, uh, down walks um, Commissioner Goodell to the crowd. He's getting ready to do some stuff on the networks, and he starts shaking everybody's hands on the front row, and uh, here's how that sounded. some cheers a whole lot of you know angst and booze but it was but bear what i was very impressed with uh, was goodell's attitude about the whole thing obviously he, he you know he, he eats this stuff up he he loves this he really enjoys the the fan reaction to him i think in a villainous way like a professional wrestler he he loves it what do you think Absolutely, especially when it says, come on, Philadelphia, come on, and he puts his hands up. But he didn't have to go to, you know, he walked directly to the fence. Yeah. We saw him in a distance going directly to the fence. He did not have to do that. He was going to either side stage, and he uh, took the time knowing that what his reputation is, not just in Philadelphia, though, Dave, you know, it's across the, you know, across the, NFL the league. landscape. Yep. Yes. So we did take the time to go up and down. Uh, and so I think that was, uh, I think that was good. I really do. I was tr- making a connection. Yeah. That was you know, for me. That was the highlight of the whole thing. Honestly, it was, uh, it was not that I, I'm a fan of Goodell cause I'm, I'm not at all, but I could appreciate his, uh, his knowing that the whole stage is, is bigger than him, but knowing that 
the fans like that. I mean, we heard it. The fans loved getting riled up and, 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 you know, roasting him a little bit. And so he was kind of giving them what they wanted. He knew that that's what they needed at that particular time. And then it, what it did for us is we looked around and before we knew it, we had, you know, another hundred, you know, a couple hundred people behind us. So at that point, we're not going anywhere. We are now in what you labeled the trenches, right? The trenches. Absolutely. Where you're, you're, if you're going to plan to stay there, you got to start making some, some things. Okay. You got to stand broad. You got to stand you gotta, the ground. You got to stand broad where people were trying to sit down and, uh, and you, Again, we talked about this when we were in the trenches. And actually, the gal next to us with braided hair, she uh, she knows all about the trenches. She's you a know, veteran. She was a veteran. She had her little food in her handbag, a couple of chips. Um, the, the gal next to us, mm-hmm. next to me, she was getting a little hot under the collar uh, <laughs> because my bag was touching her and and her personal space was invaded. And it's like, it goes out. Your personal space goes out of the window when you're in the trenches. Yeah. You know, meaning, meaning you are in there, you're locked in. Uh, you, uh, you, and, and the biggest thing is you make friends. You, you make, you make know. friends for sure. Yes. Cause you're there. You're, everybody's there uh, and kind of make the best of it. You sure you know? do. Hey, one thing I wanted to add to this experience as we're getting it going. So we got ESPN who's pretty close to us. And this is coming off the um, the night and the day when ESPN laid off, you know, hundreds of employees and this massive layoff of, you know, folks that have been with ESPN for 20 years in some cases. You know, Mark Stein, one of their lead NBA reporters, was let go. And all these guys, well, anyway... You, you got John Gruden, you got the team NFL, you got Trey uh, Wingo, uh, Gruden, you got Mel Kiefer. They're all there, and they are playing to this crowd, which is now, you know, it, it's much bigger than we even first got there. And uh, that was pretty pretty cool, too. But I kept thinking to myself, here's these guys up here, and some of their colleagues and probably some of their good buddies had just been let go the day before. So I, I you know, personally, not that it matters, but I struggled with, yeah, I wonder what they were thinking at the time. And and well, and well, you should. There was a lot of time. There was and there was uh, the little lulls when they were in the trenches. But um, interesting, and it's it's a brother and sisterhood of uh, you know broadcasting sports, uh, television, and and everyone's jockeying for space and and jobs and so forth. So um, yeah, and then you know, and then you know, we saw uh, Chris Mortensen, who I you know was. Uh, telling you about his battle with uh, cancer over the past year and a half and saw that he had, had had come on board. And that really let you know, Yogi, that this whole thing, like you said, it, it's a big deal. I mean, Chris Mortensen is not going to uh, miss the NFL draft if he, you know, if he possibly can't. Yes, absolutely. So, so uh, uh, we're standing there and we're, we're making friends and then uh, people are, you know, trying to jockey for position. And, and so I hear two hours before, you know, two hours before the draft comes off and then like an hour before what they had the red carpet, red carpet yep, hour before. which, which they were kind of showing. And, and, um, so it, you, you were able to, um, keep your mind occupied. It wasn't like staring at a wall or something like that, you yeah, know? So I'm not going to say it went by fast cause I could certainly have used a hot dog 
or another tall one or something along those lines. But we, we knew we knew what the goal was. The goal was to get to that that announcement on the on the PA system of, you know, welcome to Philly and uh you know, here's how that all got started at right before eight o'clock. I'm ready for Apollo Creed to come out. The 2017 NFL Draft live from Philly. now a very profound statement is about ready to start insane in the membrane now yogi if your heart wasn't beating a little fast or your you know your energy level wasn't up at this point you're ready it's it's like game day right, right now Absolutely. It was all all hands on. You know, everybody was psyched. Um, you know, and that stage was huge, absolutely huge. Uh, and, you know, it takes I read uh, today that it's going to take them till March 12th to uh, take down all the everything in the parkway. That's wow. like two weeks. Yeah. No, it, it, that that's a long time. I mean, here, Yogi, you got excited, too. I know you did because you said, Dave, give me that mic. Turn that thing on and let's talk to some people. And, and here's a little compilation of the sounds of opening night at the draft. We are in the trenches, like it or not, lying like it or not, at NFL Draft 2017. Tight space. Why are you guys here? Talk to us. I want to see Oakland take someone good. Who's going to be good? Someone who's on defense. Like who? Uh, Tredavious White, Zach Cunningham, Gerard Davis. You guys were uh, looked like you were smoking a little reefer uh, with that football before. You wish I had a little little ganja. No. No, you're you're lying. You are you are lying sack of shit. Go Saints. I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. Social media and stuff, and then I got into um, looking at some of his, you know, drafting stuff. And I watched the combine. And so you're an instant fan. Yes. You're an instant fan. We're in the trenches. Are you in the trenches? Uh, no. Why are you here then? Oh, I mean, this is the first NFL draft that I can actually yeah, make it to. Yeah. So you know, oh, yeah. this is this is this is history for us. So we might never get a chance to see it. Where, where are you from? Uh, from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, Bmar. Baltimore, yeah. Oh no. Maryland, why are you here? I want to see your Deadskins. Nah, Redskins. Redskins. We're alive. Okay, we're alive. All right. Okay, we're alive. We're alive. Barely, barely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Who's your favorite Redskin? Uh, probably Sean Taylor. R.I.P. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Why are you here? I'm ready to see the Eagles select their uh, 14th pick. Excellent. Really? What, would you stand up here in the trenches for that? Absolutely. It's kinda, it gets kind of hot up here, huh? A little bit. We are in the trenches, everybody. We are in the trenches. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. This is the queen of the trenches, ladies and gentlemen. She has been holding on, like it or not. Tell us about the trenches. It's getting kind of hot up here, isn't it? It's getting kind of hot, but I'm going to stick it out. She's sticking it out. How long have you been here? Since 4.30. 4.30. Absolutely. You're going to learn a lot from her, ladies and gentlemen. Why are you guys here? The Eagles. Come on, man. The Eagles. Who do you? Who, um, what do you expect to see tonight? 
something fantastic. I mean, we have Carson Wentz now. You know, we have a whole team to build around. He's our franchise quarterback. We just need to put people in the right spots to support him. I mean, uh, uh, you know, we, we've kind of boosted up a little bit on our offense. We're looking possibly for a running back. I know we have Ryan Matthews. He's great, but just a little inconsistency. But I noticed you ladies were in the trenches. This is the trenches right here. What are some of the, what are some of the tricks and, and tips of being in the trenches? First of all, let us know, lying like it or not. <laughs> Listen, finding friends is key. I'll tell you that because allies are key. And, you know, we have a bunch of different people here liking different teams and things of that nature. But this is a city of brotherly love, and that's what we do. You know, we all love each other. We all support each other. We're all here for the same cause, to watch our teams get the best players possible. So you know what? We make it out. We get to the bathroom. You get another beer, and then you make it back in. Yeah, until, like, somebody uh, starts moving, then we move up. Or wish they would, you know, kind of, like, move around. You know, that's a trenches. That is trenches. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It is. We, we are in the trenches. All right. Thank you. All right. Any, Hell anyone? yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I wanted to... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see why people were, you know, while while they were hanging in there, you know, young and old. Yeah. And uh, and then, uh, you know, I just wanted to get some reaction here. You know, these were our our brothers and sisters in the trenches. They were so, in the trenches, and you said it, young and old. I mean, the the one young lady you you talked to there, she, I don't know, she couldn't be any any more than nineteen, twenty years old. And then we had the the lady with the snacks. You know, she was a, a middle ager. So yeah. Absolutely, it was it was just getting a seeing what's seeing what's going on. But the number one thing, Davo, is the NFC East was representing that night. I mean, this was uh, of course the best um, you know division in all of football, uh, as far as we're concerned. Yeah, they were. Well, uh, as far as how about actually uh, the uh, putting the games on TV? Who gets more prime time? You think? Yeah, well, besides the cheaters, we talked about that. The NFC, NFC East, no matter how you slice it, between the uh, the big markets, you know, with Dallas and New York, Philly, and DC, a lot of prime yeah, time. And who did John Madden used to love uh, doing games with? You know, when was that? What was the premier game? It was always uh, either Dallas against uh, Giants, the, the Foreskins. Uh, that was a new one, guys. Foreskins. Yeah, foreskins. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, I'm sorry. The uh, the Deadskins or the Foreskins. Oh, the Redskins. Uh, or the Skins, as we politically uh, hold it. No, we don't have to be politically no. correct anymore. As of January. That's right. I'm sorry. The the, the Redskins. Um, and, uh, um, you know, against NFC East teams. And, uh, you know, it was always the, the classic rivalries. So, uh, so, so any, anytime... Um, uh, in the crowd anytime uh, mentioned about Dallas or the Giants or the Redskins you know it was just a you know uh, a lot of uh, but it was vocal it was really vocal Dave I mean people were really into it yeah they were they were uh, and we had the cameras rolling as uh, <laughs> as Roger Goodell uh, came out to uh, to announce that first pick In the 2017 NFL Draft. Here it is. The Cleveland Browns select Miles Garrett. Oh! How exciting is that? And I don't think it was much surprised of Cleveland's number one pick there. But what was surprising shortly thereafter, Yogi, 
there was the announcement of a trade. A trade had been made, and you could just hear it uh, amongst the crowd there. I mean, like we said, there's thousands and thousands of people in this. You know, that was kind of interesting. Everyone's looking around, and uh, that really let you know the draft had, had officially really started there. Yes, but we didn't expect to get full knowledge of the trade. You know, then it, then it, then it was uh, uh, explanation of the trade and, and uh, how it all went down. Um, again, last year, uh, Chicago could have had Carson Wentz, uh, did not pick a quarterback and was in a, you know, a load of, uh, load of shit. And then all of a sudden, a uh, guy that only started in the past year, um, and really has come out of nowhere, uh, gets picked second. And then was it after the pick or no, it was before the pick. It was before Vic that, that they uh, went through the trade. And, yeah, uh, it was right before the the uh, the pick itself, and they went through the trade, and uh, they couldn't believe it. You know, uh, later round first, they kept going. Year, they kept going like, on. Are you yeah. kidding me? To move up one spot, it wasn't like RG three. Uh, you know, early. You know, five years ago when the Redskins threw the whole the whole kitchen sink to uh, the St. Louis Rams, it was weird. It was really weird, and and of course. Uh, once that pick was made, uh, you know, the crowd was booing and very unsettling. If I was a Chicago fan, I know I would have been upset. Yeah, we, we did mention we saw very few Chicago jerseys. Uh, you know, we of course, we're not near Chicago, but, you know, they've had some great teams and, and, and we... And the jerseys are always, you know, maybe one or two, but nothing nothing really stood out. The, 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 the Chicago, the you know, anything of that nature. So, um, yeah, Michael Wilbon had a few choice comments to say about the ne- next day about that being a Chicago guy and how they consistently are, are just, uh, you know, running the team into the ground. So, um, but you, it's a day of hope. We, how can you tell? How, Dave, how can you tell? Well, you know? that's what I wanted to get into. I mean, wrapping up the draft itself, our experience there, yeah. um, you know, the, um, Philadelphia had the, I think the, 14th pick overall and uh that was really awesome and and you know they played the rocky music again and uh but before that before that pick uh uh, a local guy from temple university a walk-on uh was picked and they interviewed him and and uh really a walk-on on on temple and then gets picked like 13th and then 13th and and here's what here's what it sounded like as goodell came out for that eagles pick Here we go. All eyes on the stage. Joining us for the Eagles selection are members of the Martin Luther King High School football team from here in Philadelphia. The team merged four years ago with rival Germantown High School and has become one of the top programs in the area. Coach Don, congratulations to you and your team. person in back of me is very impatient. Okay, with the 14th pick. Here we go. The 2017 NFL Draft. The Philadelphia Eagles select Derek Barnett. Defensive end, Tennessee. Derek Barnett from Tennessee. Not 
much fanfare. Not not greeted with much fanfare at all. And you can hear f- through the volume of that, Yogi. It was bedlam. It was crazy. It was. And you could tell if it was like, eh, or if it was craziness because there was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a people were very vocal. And then, of course, after the pick, you know, the handshakes, the uniforms, and then everybody, there was a lot of people that left. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there was. There was a lot of people that left, and then, uh, you know, we stuck around, the Ravens picked, and then the, the Redskins picked, and, and we called tell them. Much how you like, tell me how, you like, how much you like the Ravens, Dave. Yeah. I like the Ravens. Uh, as much as you like root canal? Yeah, as much as I like, as I like a root canal or to have a vasectomy. Oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> so there you go. I can't stand the Ravens. But I was happy with the Redskins pick. I told you beforehand that uh, the Redskins needed to focus on defense. And, and this kid they, they picked, Allen, I wanted to tell you, Bear, he, he's a local to the D.C. area. He grew up and went to high school at Stonebridge in Ashburn. And that high school's uh, less than five miles from Redskin Park. So, you know. Even to the point where um, uh, a couple months ago, Alan actually actually helped Chris Cooley, you know, former Redskin, uh, move into his new house. So he's a local kid. He's he went back his senior year to Alabama, and uh, everyone's really pumped up about this draft pick. And out of the Redskins' ten picks, uh, six of them were on the defensive side of the ball. So yeah, that was good. It's always good to pick a local person. I, I think that I think they they do shoot for that too. That uh, it's got roots in the area, and and uh, so they, they they do try. There was another uh, another pick and a very high up pick that was from the area. Uh, I forget what that was, uh, who that was from. Oh, the Saints, I think one uh, picked an LSU person. Speaking of of you, like you said, Barrett, no one knows. And and I was looking at some of the stuff after the draft about you know, winners, losers, blah blah blah. You said who. Who, who cares about – how are you going to give a grade? You're not going to know till two, three, four, five years down the line. But I will tell you who was a big loser. <laughs> the Buffalo, who was that? The Buffalo Bills. You know, two days after the draft or a day after it was completed, they fired their general manager and their entire scouting department. So, obviously, those guys weren't big winners. That That's all I'm going to say about that. Interesting. Yeah, but the but the fireworks uh, the firework continued after as the days went on uh, with Drew Pearson. The next day comes up. Uh, first of all, the next day we were when Goodell was coming up. He was coming up with guests to the podium. Yeah, like when it was Philly, it was uh, the Martin Luther King High School, um, and were representing again and then there was a cancer survivor uh, make a make a wish foundation and um so there was uh there was people there and actually as some of the radio speculators had said the reason why he brought some people up there was because to kind of uh, uh lessen the booze which i i don't know if i i so much agreed with uh so but so drew pearson comes up the next day and and of course um says uh you know holds his ring out and says thank you for thank you philadelphia for the world championship and so forth so so that really gets it but 
that was um, approved by Goodell. This was what prior to that that was all approved, and 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 actually Goodell asked for uh, additional security for uh, Drew Pearson. So. Um, and then to conclude things, is is always Mr. Irrelevant this year. Yeah, was who big. was Mr. Irrelevant? Uh, Chad Kelly. Um, he was a must be a white guy. Well, he's white the Irish. Ne- nephew of Jim Kelly. Oh. And he is an old Miss quarterback who, uh, actually, that old Miss he started off his career at Clemson and got into all kinds of trouble at Clemson and has had some off-the-field issues even at Ole Miss. But the story was that um, John Elway called his good friend Jim Kelly to say, hey, look, you know, what's up with your nephew? Is he, you know, is, are we going to be able to deal with him off the field? And, uh, and his uncle gave him the, you know, the seal of approval. So they said, all right, let's pick him. So he's not, a, you know, he's a decent quarterback, but because of all of his off the field stuff, uh, there was a lot of question around him. But he was Mr. Irrelevant, uh, the 253rd pick in the 2017 draft. Wow. That's pretty, uh, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But, but you, you know, you bring up a good point, Dave. Everybody has these baggage. Everybody has this baggage, you yeah. know, whether it's, you know, these kids are young and dumb and, and make mistakes, you know. Now, uh, not to the point where punching a female, right. uh, you know, in the face, but um, or rape, uh, that's pretty a serious uh, character issue. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, if you're looking at, uh, you know, got loaded one night and did some stupid stuff, uh, hey, uh, been there, done that. So uh, only by the grace of God was I able to get out of that unscathed. So, um, but I'm not at a big time school where I may not be paying for tuition and maybe have aspirations for the NFL. At that point, you got to get your ass in a sling whether you're 18 or not. You know, you said it, Bear. You got to put your put your uh, priorities in order here, and understand that you this could be costing you, uh, n- you know, not just millions and millions of dollars, but e- even a single dollar moving forward. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's nobody that comes into play that doesn't have some sort of a uh, you know some sort of uh, issue, and but that but uh it is uh people are looking at that much much more closer so uh you know those things so but you know it was good to stop and enjoy some football uh and uh, they they you know when we were walking walking home they saw the rings we saw some rings and and um you know a lot of a lot of a lot of good good uh good football stuff hopefully next year we'll be in the same uh, spot maybe even Chucky e. GG who would be like a kid in a candy store you yeah. know well, Chucky e. GG you know he he does not like Philadelphia he doesn't like the Eagles he doesn't like anything Philadelphia you know that well I I, I would hope he would like one of the pretzels we picked up picked up a couple pretzels to fill our bellies some good Philly pretzels absolutely they were they were very good they were, we went to actually a vendor First, you went to the first vendor. They didn't have any pretzels. Yeah, they were sold like, out. Sold out? Well, well get some. Christ, this <laughs> is Philadelphia. You got how many people on the parkway, you're selling food, and people want, you know, a, a $2, you know, pretzel or whatever. Yeah. You know? That's like it, running out of uh, sushi in Tokyo. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, 
you, you, so you didn't so you didn't you didn't order too well so uh but i remember you know i remember when uh, we used to go uh chucky or you guys used to come up to the to the vet and the, the unhostile uh territories of the vet and and chucky would start getting into it and i said yeah you know chuck you'd be up here at the draft in philly and you'd, get, you'd just get so tired you would get so, so tired of saying how many rings how many rings, you know? So, um, but a little little nugget was yes, the Redskins have how many rings? Three rings. Three rings. And um, but an interesting nugget is that they only have one number retired, uh, retired numbers for the Redskins. So yeah, there we go, Sammy yeah. Ball. Sammy Ball. So, but overall, it was very exciting. We have some uh, we have some pictures on um, the uh, the website. We do. We got some pictures on Twitter. Do we, Bear? Uh, no, we didn't have it. None let's, yet. Let's get some up there. Let's get some up there on Twitter. Uh, yes. We, we got some awesome pictures, and uh, I did watch some of the footage of the draft night highlights after the fact. Just since we were there, we didn't get the full experience of how many people were th- were actually there. But a fun thing for us was as we're leaving, it looked like a war zone. The number of crushed cans and and empty water bottles i mean it was it was a mess but it just it looked like everyone had a good time it didn't look as bad as after the eagles versus the panthers nfc championship game that was the worst i've seen south philly it was literally uh burn barrels were on fire it was it was uh we had lost three straight and it was the coldest night. I remember shoveling out a, a uh, spot to get a car in that wasn't even there yet. And uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, that was a war zone. This one was an okay war zone. It was a happy war zone. It was yeah. happy. It was happy. Yeah. People were still having fun at, you know, almost 12 o'clock at night. Everyone was still having a good time. But you know what, Dave? I'm reading some criticism in the paper about uh, – residents that live around there around the fairmount section you know this one gal uh, quotes by saying uh the helicopters were unbelievable uh remind remember the opening credits of mash like that drunk people walking around oh my gosh whoa okay then uh there was another one another local resident uh, you know as long she said as long as it financially benefits philadelphia if it helps the city i'm all for it Mm -hmm. you know what you choose to live in uh, the Fairmount section right around the Art Museum where you have Made in America uh, concerts, the Pope, uh, uh, you know, Jay-Z has that Made in America every year on Labor Day. Uh, you have fireworks. I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? Right. You live on Capitol Hill. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, so, you, you pick an apartment down at Times Square you know what you're getting yourself into. Absolutely. So, so, uh, so suck it up. Yeah, suck it up. That's all I got. Have like a cold, it or not. Like it or not, have a cold one. Absolutely. Yeah, on us. O- on us. On us. You can pay for it, but it's still on us. So Absolutely. Send us the receipt. Tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you can find us. Hey, we'd love to hear from you at 202-796-0240. We've got our T-shirts in. Uh, we'll, we're getting those out to those who have been our guests. If you've got any show ideas, uh, we're going to have some promotional uh, contests coming up in the next uh, couple months here. So listen out for that to get one of our T-shirts. Yeah, Dave, 
I, I don't think we should do that one that you planned about the full frontal uh, photograph. I've, we get deluges of full frontals, and and you know I'm not into dick pics myself. Okay, so so please. Don't listen to what Dave says, guys, okay? I will send you a T-shirt in lieu of any full frontals, okay? <laughs> Unless they're highly manicured. Uh, no, no, I can't go there. No, I'm sorry. No. But uh, no, no, no. Okay. So, Thanks um, for clarifying that. Eh, well, old, di- old habits die hard, like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> All I, right. I, I think we wasted enough of their time, Dave. We should call it a day. Let's say call good, it. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> goodnight, Gracie. Yeah. All, All right. right. This is Yogi Bear. I'm Davo. Shake it easy.